Welcome back to Straight to DVD. Raf, whoa, dude! It's we've uh, we're back from our mini hiatus. Yeah, we needed a week off. We did. You, uh, we you were know, working too hard. We, it was a very difficult uh, couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, but you know we're both fully vaxxed now. Yes. Very exciting. We're vaxxed. We're vaxxed, waxed, and ready to relax. Tax. I don't know. Yeah, one of those things. Yeah. Uh, yes, your your uh, your wife's birthday. Yeah. Uh, My girlfriend's birthday. Was a couple of weeks. Ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 The honeymoon. Yeah. Uh, anniversary. It was, it was a great time. We actually did have an anniversary. That's adorable. Yeah. What'd you do? It was it was very nice. We went to dinner. Uh huh. Um, our anniversary is three days before her birthday, so it's usually oh, wow. a big weekend. You know. Oh well, that's we easy do, for you because you got. A, it's easy to remember. Yeah. And B, you got one big gift. Yeah, one <laughs> humongo gift. Right. So that's good. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And it's hard to forget her birthday because it's right. Star Wars Day. And so that's because right. she's my girlfriend and I. And you love her and very much. I really much. care Deeply. about her. Yeah. Yes. Not, of course. The only reason isn't because right. I made the fourth be with you. Right. But, right. Well, on that note, what are we talking about <laughs> yeah, today? We're going to talk about another yes. Disney property. Yeah. Again, mm-hmm. even though we swear, we always every do time, this, but it's there. Yeah, so we may as well talk about it. And we both watched it. Yeah, yeah. We're a couple weeks late. We are because uh, first of all, who gives a shit? Uh, <laughs> Good point. Fair yep. point. Uh, and second of all, uh, you decided to watch it all once it all uh, came out. Yes, I, bin- I binged it. You did the thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big TV guy. I'm not a big binger i don't either sure i don't like waiting okay uh i like the weekly thing if it's something that's good yeah i, I i'm more of a bi-weekly guy okay but no shows do that no yeah they should adopt that yeah i feel like every tuesday and friday we should get an episode of like a show yeah but a good show yeah it's and gonna not- be good not something like this. Correct. Not right. We should probably say what we're talking about. Uh, it's in the title. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, right. Yeah, we always act like we should get to what we're talking to. Yeah. It's like you clicked on the fucking like, like come, come on. It says it right there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we are discussing the uh, a renowned follow-up to Marvel Disney's WandaVision. Yes. Uh, of course, talking about um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Or as uh, you like to call it. Birdman and the Cold Guy. That's right. I think a much more apt title. Yeah. Um, This show follows Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan (laughs) as the Birdman and the Cold Guy. Respectively. Respectively. Let's not get confused here. Um, It follows their lives Mm post-Endgame, Avengers Endgame, uh, and they're both... uh, Coming to terms with Steve, I guess being gone, dead. They they act I like guess. he's dead. Yeah, but, but he's, uh, I I think they intentionally leave it ambiguous because we're gonna get an old yeah. Chris Evans cameo, a Joe point. Biden looking right old Chris Evans. Right, exactly. Yeah. Dude, speaking of Chris Evans, completely unrelated. Uh-huh. I watched not another teen movie the other day. Yeah, might be the best spoof movie ever made. Oh, it's great. It's like scary movie two than not another teen movie. Right. Yeah, because you know it's just it's not another teen movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a it's a formula that won't quit, yeah. dude. Dude, I don't know uh, how he parlayed that into the Fantastic Four into Captain America. 
Uh, well, having a good fitness trainer, I think. Uh, yeah, I think help. Just being an attractive white guy. An attractive uh, white guy with decent charisma and, yeah. a, and a good work ethic and personality, I would imagine, helped immensely. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. So that's Chris Evans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who's no longer who's no longer here in the in the in, show. In, he's alive. Let's be clear. He's Chris, Chris yeah. Evans is alive. Yeah, he's still with us. His character is, I is, guess, is out of the MCU. Yeah. I think he Allegedly. just he just got bored. Just yeah. like too many paychecks. Yeah, <laughs> I'm too rich now. Yeah, I'm way too rich. Whatever. <laughs> Everybody knows who I am. I don't have to do anything. I just have to look stoic. It's probably the easiest acting job he's ever had. Yeah, <laughs> he's probably laughing his way to the bank. The yeah. Fact, oh, wow, nine movies and then millions and millions <laughs> later. Then absolutely, I just work out. Right, and exactly. People pay me a shit ton of money. Fucking, he had like nine lines in Infinity War, and he had like I am Steve Rogers. Yeah. Huh? Like fourth highest billing with like yeah. 30 actors in that. He probably fucking $5 million to say nine sentences, whatever. Must um, be nice. It must be nice. It must be nice. Um, but anyways, the show, <laughs> uh, uh, Captain Falcon and the, the icicle fellow is, yeah. uh, it, it follows the two of them, his two best friends or whatever. Yeah. Uh, now with him being gone. Yes. Um, and it's all about, uh, Sebastian stands, Bucky Barnes trying to, uh, uh, so Raph, uh, <laughs> so since you watched the show much more recently than me, yes. Uh, why don't you recap? <laughs> recap what? What, it, what it's the show's about? Oh dear lord! <laughs> uh, this show is about exactly what you said. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, Sam and Bucky mm-hmm. um, dealing with post blip life, and yes, you know where they stand in the world of the Avengers. That's right. And there's six episodes, mm-hmm. and they start in one place and end in a different place. That's right. And it's fairly boring, and I yes, I, I don't have <laughs> I don't have much else in um, terms of a uh, plot synopsis. So here's here's what I think is interesting about the show, comparing it to WandaVision. Um. WandaVision, of course, is three episodes longer than this is. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the beginning of WandaVision. I hated where it went. Mm-hmm. With this, I hated the beginning of this. I sort of liked where it went, and then the finale just reverted back to where I didn't enjoy it uh, beginning. In well, terms it of didn't like, fully go right. where it was going. Yes, this is if true. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It like starts off super formulaic and just... It's like the most basic Marvel thing ever. Right. You know, Falcons flying around in, in the Middle East somewhere, and right. they're vaguely non-American people who are threatening, and he fights them. And yeah. Then- and, okay, so here, here's the thing, too. So, the big, like, beginning crux of the show, right, is, like, his sister's boat or whatever, or his, like, family life, and how he's like, yeah. I, have, I literally have no money. He's not being paid to be the Falcon, uh, by the government in the Middle East? No. Why the fuck not? Because he's retired from the army. Uh-huh. And Avengers don't get paychecks. I see. So they were on Tony well, Stark. St- Tony Stark died. Probably. So, so Tony probably paid them all prior. But like, like what, gave what them living expenses? Sure, that's true. They don't have the Avengers compound anymore. Yeah. They got blown up. Oh, yeah, it did. Um, so they have nowhere to live. So, yeah. And, for, and now Bucky is pardoned, even though he never fucking would be. 
yeah. uh, like that's a stretch of the imagination. But whatever, yeah. aliens invaded Earth Alien, or whatever. Yeah. So well, you know, the show also whatever. doesn't understand how pardons work. Yeah, but we that, can get, right. we can get to that. Later. Yeah, right. I know exactly. <laughs> um, so the big okay, so the big thing that's happening in the show, the big uh, thing that drives the plot forward is two things actually. Two, there's sort of two two plots happening at once. Um, the legacy of the shield. Yes, it's one plot. And then there's this terrorist group called the Flag Smashers. Mm-hmm. It's the other plot. So there's these two things happening at once. Um, one of them is far more interesting than the other. Um, in fact, I think the show should have been about only one of these two things. And I think it would have been a much, 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 much better show. Um, I honestly don't know which thing you're talking about because I thought both were okay. extremely bland and boring. Sure. Uh, I think the stuff with the... Uh, the shield and Steve's legacy was more interesting to me because it gave the characters something to uh, deal with. Yeah. Whereas the flag smashers, a are all played by boring actors. Yeah. Uh, B are just a bunch of children. Yeah. C anytime their scenes happen, they completely throw off the flow of what's happening with the main characters. Yeah. Um, and D, uh, it's a shit name and they're just shit villains. Yeah. Interesting. So you thought the S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff and the legacy of the S.H.I.E.L.D. and that whole plot line it's, with Sam struggling to to be the next Captain America, you thought that part of the show was... So here's the thing. I thought... I didn't think that part got good mm-hmm. until episode five. Okay. And, and then I think after episode five ended, it got boring again. I just watched this and I don't remember what happened in episode five. So, okay. So here's what I would have done. Get rid of the flag smashers. Mm-hmm. Make the main antagonist, um, John. Um, what's his name? Fucking, oh, Johnny uh, Walker. John Walker. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Russell's son. The new, the quote unquote new captain. Make him the bad guy. The bad guy. Like really the bad guy. Um, like or just the anti-hero like they, they can be going on missions somewhere or whatever but I don't think we needed such a personal connection or to follow so closely the flag smashers I think it really took away from like what the show kind of wanted to be about which was this like legacy thing yeah um, but the flag smashers I guess kind of tie to play devil's advocate they kind of tie in to like what Sam is going through in terms of him wanting to pick up the shield because he's able to sympathize with them for yes, some reason. Yes, that's which true. Is I don't know. To me, it was like kind of not forced, um, but it was just like a lame attempt at trying to dissect or look at like the role that Black Americans play mm-hmm. within their country and how they kind of like relate to people outside and how they then view what's going on at home or on the home front because of that. Sure. Um, but I also thought the way that they like tried to handle race in general didn't. Well, and the show was like, sure. It was like very, it was very elementary the way that they did it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, I mean, but it, it's, it's like, it, it's Marvel. It's a Disney property. So right. Like how much bite are you expecting them to have? Um, and how much do you expect them to like actually fully lean into it and actually have a tough conversation Instead of just like a very surface level, oh, well, do you guys know that Sam is black and he might not want to be Captain America because racism, 
and that's it. And that's why I was so bored for, and you, you may, you may disagree with me here, but that's why I was so bored for the first four episodes. And I guess kind of aggravated and I felt kind of blue balled for the first four episodes was because <laughs> blue balled I, is a perfect way to describe yeah, the show. Yeah. Because they keep hinting at that conversation, right? Like you're yeah. saying like what it actually means, not only to be a black man in America, but to be the face of America. Yeah. Like what that conversation even is. They start to talk about it a little bit in five. And it's like what you were saying. It's like, this is Disney. Like how far are we really expecting them to go? I didn't expect them to touch it at all. Yeah. And I guess the fact that they even did just a little bit surprised me, but, but you're right. It's like, it's like the, at least in episode five, it was like the start of the conversation about it. Um, rather than actually having, the conversation. the conversation. I guess it. in episode six, when he has that big speech at the senator, oh, that's like supposed mm-hmm. to be the big, <laughs> the big you know climactic moment of of this you know this black dude finally taking the shield and taking responsibility and you know telling the 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 white system off. But like, he still takes the shield. Yeah. Like, what? Like, what? Are, I don't know. That was my biggest issue with the show. Like, either have the conversation and like make it worthwhile for him to take the shield right. or he doesn't take the shield because, you know, as a black person, like, why would you take the shield for the country that shits on you all the time? Right. But also, like, let's... he still takes it with no, there's no, right. like, it's not like deserved. Like the country doesn't deserve it or him to be the face of the country. If that makes sense. It does. It totally does. Well, it's, it's the, it's the, the paradox of the whole, point of him being captain america at that point yeah but what's funny is first of all what you said is um in a in a film tv series about uh superheroes and aliens invading earth and people with magic powers and shit the most outlandish thing is a black man appealing to two white senators on national tv and they listen (laughs) (laughs) that's number one um but number two you're absolutely right is that like what Isaiah was saying is essentially correct. Not only will they... So the, the first thing he says is, like, they'll never let a black man be Captain America. Yeah. And the truth is, that's that's true. They probably won't. You have to take it. You have to do yeah. it, right? But the other thing he says is that no self-respecting black man would ever want to be. Yeah. And then and Sam... Right. Does. But there's, like... Like, why? Why does Sam, at the end of the day, take the shield? There's nothing... The country doesn't do anything or, like, show him, oh, we're we're changing this fucking ice cream guy. is killing me. He's been outside for, like, this entire episode. (laughs) Probably just lurking in the background. Yeah. But it's like, straight to DVD. Straight to DVD. (laughs) I gotta gotta get in on this. Um, But no, there's no, there's no, like, there's no reason why Sam should want to take the shield. There's no, there's no moment where he, like realizes or has this epiphany like oh it doesn't matter that you know my country doesn't love me back like i still need to do this there, there there's nothing he just gets a suitcase from from what's her name shannon sharon susan that was from the wakandans from oh the wakandans made him that suit yeah oh so what, what is that part of their outreach program that they start at the <laughs> end of black Panther? like no what? i think uh i think the white wolf uh Ask them called to make in it. a favor yeah okay so at the end of the day it's still like the white guy who well that's what's funny because what's funny and i knew this is something where we're i was gonna save this for the end but 
uh, you know, they do this cutesy thing where at the end of the show, yeah. they change the title from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier to Captain America <laughs> and the Winter Soldier. But the truth is, he's not the Winter Soldier anymore. He's the White Wolf. <laughs> yeah. And it's just so funny to me to know that they were like, oh, let's give Bucky his thing, too. And they were like, yeah. uh, we can't have White can't, Wolf there, yeah. not with the black man being Captain America. No, it takes away yeah. from Captain America. No, no, no. The black, he's the black man. It's yeah. Captain America. We no. can't have White Wolf. Yeah. What takes away from black guy being Captain America is that you gave him a bad story <laughs> for how he became Captain America. That's what takes away from it, not, you know, Bucky being the White Wolf. Um, but then we can also get into the fact that Bucky is the only character in this show that has, or in, I was thinking about it, like the entire Captain America franchise within the mcu has anything going on he's the only character that's somewhat interesting like i don't know if it's because there aren't people who are fans of the falcon or like what the falcons you know kind of story arcs are Mm -hmm. in the comic books and there's not a lot of source material or or i don't know what it is but he's been poorly written the entire series and like even steve rogers doesn't have an interesting story he's not an interesting character he's been he's just he he's been boring i would argue up until endgame because endgame's about peggy like his whole thing is about peggy that's the closest we get to anything he's boring as shit and everything else (laughs) he's hardly in infinity war uh civil war fucking the it's more of an iron man it's more of an iron man movie and it's more about uh the conundrum that iron man is in with what happens with the Winter Soldier, Bucky um, again, again, the more Bucky, interesting right. part of the story. Um, even though I love Captain America: The Winter Soldier as a film, like Cap's, like still boring. It's a it. Bucky story. It's a Bucky story once again, <laughs> right? Um, and for Captain America: First Avenger, the boring ass movie, and he's boring in that. He's boring in the First Avengers. Uh, he's boring. Captain America's a boring character. He's a boring character. Boring character. But all that aside, that's to say that in this show, yeah. Sam is not an interesting character. And like you could do a lot of interesting stuff with Sam if right. you even if you're not so much willing to lean into the the, the racism talk, sure. which you know, I'm sure Disney Marvel execs were scared to do that because you might scare off some customers. You could tell that and every the time the day, they even teased at any of that, it was very, very carefully yeah. constructed. I also yeah. kind of feel bad for whoever like the writers and creators were. Um, because I'm sure that they brought in some like black writers and stuff and they were excited to tell a black story within Marvel, mm-hmm. but like they didn't tell a good one. And mm-hmm. I understand that I'm, I'm going to be the first person to fucking shout. Like we need more representation of, you know, people of color on screen and making the movies and stuff, but you also got to make something interesting. Yes, of course. <laughs> like you can't just, because they say like, you're going to be a black Captain America. Like that doesn't make it interesting because you say the word black in your show. Right. You have to do something with it. You have to tell an interesting story. You have to create a character that, you know, people can connect to. Right. It's, it's, it's almost, it's almost the complete antithesis of why, uh, black Panther was as important as it was. Right. Because the story there is what's important. It's Yeah. Well, that's the thing with the movies, and we—I mean, we talk about this all the time when we talk about Marvel—is you need an interesting question still mm-hmm. at the core of the story, and like this and WandaVision, they both lack that. Yeah, like what? What's the what's the question that like audiences are supposed to walk away from here? 
Yeah. <laughs> like, ah. what am I supposed to think about with this show? Okay, yeah, so what am I supposed to think about beyond shit that I don't know? Like, okay, we have the old wise black man who tells the young black man that the country has been bad and he knows it because back in his day it was so much worse. And then the young guy's like, well, maybe things can change. It's like, yeah, well, we know that. Can you give us something interesting to so think about? I think something I've said recently on here when we've talked and that this is this is the fundamental thing about why people watch movies or TV shows. You're introduced to a person or persons. You learn about those persons. Every scene, every episode, every act, whatever, something happens. The person is one way at the beginning. They're different by the end. Whether it's they're different by the end of the scene, they're different by the end of the act, or they're different at the end of the movie or episode or season, whatever. What's boring <laughs> is when you're introduced to somebody, they're one way, Yeah. six hours happen, and then they're basically still the same. <laughs> or they're different, but there's nothing that happened to make them different, sure. which is Sam's story. Right. But, but, but think about the scene you're talking about, like the, his big moment, right? Yeah. Where he's in front of the public eye, on yeah. camera, in front of senators, in the new cap suit. Literally, his character arc is, I believe we can do better. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That, that's all that it is. But he was like that before. Yeah. So what? The, so the six hours were him getting the courage to say this is—is is that what? That's this, the show. That's the show. That—that's it. Like you said, Bucky's story is far more interesting than that yeah. track. And then we can uh, we can also talk about the story of the two of them, and oh, they're sure. like we're not friends, but we work together. Stick, which um, is just like terrible kind of played out and it it doesn't make any sense at this point in like where they are having been in four movies together like they could be friends you could do something really interesting where when we first meet sam he's a fucking ptsd counselor for army vets and bucky is just dealing with this ptsd of being the winter soldier Mm -hmm. that's an interesting story for the two of them it allows the two of them to have Start there. Cool scenes. Start there. Cool scenes together where they're actually like having an interesting conversation and maybe they learn from each other through those conversations. They do that a little bit in five, but it's like not enough. Like build, start with that, build it. You're building two characters at the same time. You're building their relationship at the same time. You're building both their arcs at the same time. (laughs) Instead, we get a bogus story about Sam's like dad's boat. That is like the most boring unrelated C, C plotline I've ever seen in a TV show. It's just like it's just completely unrelated to everything. It's the whole reason it's there is to make us be like, oh, he's a working class American. He's one of yeah. the people. His family. He's look at where he comes from. Yeah. But okay, great. Do something with it. Yeah. <laughs> like who gives? I don't. I don't give a fuck. I, I, <laughs> this, I, I don't. I don't care. I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know why I don't care. But I know that watching this, I don't care. So please, like people making these things for me to watch do it better here's why i think you don't care of <laughs> i think you me and some other people out there hopefully yeah. <laughs> don't care because you watch this and it's made by millionaires yeah and the people who are watching in it are millionaires 
And the people talking to us, promoting it, <laughs> are also millionaires. <laughs> and when we see them try to tell us about how difficult the struggle of life is, yeah. it's a little disingenuous. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's another thing about, about, about uh, I guess he's cap, cap at this point, about Sam's big speech at the end, is he's supposed to be like standing up to the system mm -hmm. of you know how awful things are and he's raging against the machine but like marvel is the biggest machine out there so they're not mm -hmm. going to actually allow something <laughs> to be made with their name attached to it that is attacking the machine that they are very much so a part of so yeah. this show was kind of doomed from the start yes if that's yeah if that's where it's gonna go like there's there's no way in any marvel whatever star wars big corporate you know disney thing where they could make something that is anti the system or anti the man because they are the man right so like right. you said they're not going to know one they're not going to know how to tell that story because they're so far removed from even what if they're they to tell. even if they knew how to craft a facade of a story that pretended to be that in some form of accurate way, it would never play because they don't believe that. Yeah. They yeah. simply don't believe that. They can't. If they did, they wouldn't be Disney. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's shame. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do but, feel yeah. kind of bad because we're we're just like talking out of both sides of our mouth. Like, hey, Disney, you don't know how to do the the thing where you're going against the man. So just stick to what you know. But then when they stick to what, what they know, we're like, why don't you make something that's actually cool and interesting? Uh, sure. Uh, they've done Marvel neither of those things. <laughs> I guess Marvel's just in a, um, a lose-lose at this point. Let's, let's be clear. Uh, regardless of how much you or I or anyone else rags on the company, these movies or TV shows or any of their properties, whatever, it doesn't matter because the truth is, Via the definition of the word, they are successful. In fact, nobody's more successful than they are. I watched it. Yeah, we watched it. Um, but as cinematic intellectuals, we <laughs> we can poke fun at and poke holes through uh, the absurdity that are these products put in front of us that are simply products. I was thinking about this a lot on my drive over here today, because um, I have nothing else to think about, uh, is that, um, do I think the quality of their media is bad? Like, in the purest sense of the word, bad. Um, and I don't know if I can say that's true, because, like, in spite of maybe some bland cinematography or boring editing, they're, like, okay to look at. Like, the actors are fine. Yeah. The script is, cause some can be somewhat weak, but, like, sometimes the dialogue is okay. Um, I think the fact of the matter is it's not bad. It's just heartless. It's bland. It's bland. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, people think it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I, I also don't understand. Um... I guess maybe people are just so, uh, so uh, uh, like enamored with and hopelessly devoted to this idea of escapism mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, going to the movies or sitting down on their couch these days and like just seeing a spectacle. Mm -hmm. um, and people are like not interested in like real stories that are like real. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, people like what they like. 
Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I, but the, the issue is we've seen superhero movies that are actually about something. Exactly. We've seen it from Marvel. Yeah. We've seen interesting movies from Marvel that are about something. But, you know, I'm, yeah. It, at this point, it's all just consumerism. Like, mm-hmm. we're, I'm going to continue to come back to it as much as I, you know, turn on this microphone and continue to rag against it. Like, when the next Marvel movie comes out, I'm going to see it. I'm gonna is it black widow or loki first dude i have no idea i think it's black widow yeah and then i think loki comes out i I could not care less about either of them and i'm gonna be you know front row first night (laughs) with my popcorn watching it um and really that's all that they care about they have us sucked in so much at this point that like why even care i I guess it's gambler's fallacy at this point right it's like we've seen everything like let's just uh, just recycle it and and everyone's in so deep that they'll continue to come back everybody's watching it all our friends are seeing it it's the movies everybody always talks about and i mean they do this like really rude thing i think we talked about it with wandavision where it like presents itself as being something and then not fully going there. Yes. We're going to make a TV show about grief mm-hmm. with these characters that you kind of know. Mm-hmm. But it's not actually going to be about that. It's just there's a bad witch. Right. Or we're going to make the show about like what it means to be a, a public black figure in America. Mm-hmm. But, you know, not, not totally. Because you still right. want to, and, to and watch it. Tell me if I'm wrong here. I... I I don't think you need to have dealt with crippling grief or you need to be a black public figure in America to understand that these representations are a little inaccurate or don't (laughs) even, not even just that, but like aren't fleshed out. Yeah. It's very surface level. Like we're going to dip our toes into these waters, but we're not going to fully go there or fully explore it because we don't have the balls to do it. Right. Which is, that was not my biggest problem with this show. My biggest problem with the show was that it was just a boring, you know, six hours or five and a half hours of nothingness. But if you're going to talk about the thing, then like you gotta, you gotta fully lean in Mm. and don't give us like the, the whitewashed version, like the very clean, uh, it's like this is like racism for for eight year olds. <laughs> Babies watch this TV show, which I guess is the point. Like you yeah. don't want to sit your kid down and right. and have them watch something that you know fully explores the grief of uh, right. you know a black person serving their country and not being loved back. Of but- course, how how can we have that final scene happen? We can't have sam wilson there on camera talking to these two senators and they ignore him and walk away no they have to stand there in front of the public and frown (laughs) as they take what he's saying to heart yeah yeah they have to because because that's america baby because all it takes is one man (laughs) in front of a camera and two politicians (laughs) who feel guilty to change the world Let's talk about some of the other characters yeah. who were also bad. Mm-hmm. Um, one could have been good, mm-hmm. and another was just there was never any potential for sure. a decent story. I guess three. Uh, yeah. I, so we, we've got the main flag staff staffer. That's not what they're called. Flag smasher? What's flag staffing? 
That's a I, city not, Flagstaff, Arizona. Yeah, that's yeah. a city. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the main Flagstaff. Yeah, yeah. From Arizona. Uh, from Arizona. <laughs> um, who like? Well, then there's four. There's four actually. Okay, you've got four. I've got three. Yeah. I've got I've got her. Mm-hmm. I've got John Walker. John Walker. Yes. I think those two could have been interesting stories. Oh, or just fucking combine the two. E- Maybe. Yeah. Combine the two. Into into just one villain. Yeah. And then we've got fucking Carter. Yes. Who, who I couldn't stand. Was this. was just awful. And yeah. it, it's just a completely... And we have Zemo. Oh, and we have Zemo. We have Zemo. Um, who is, like, fun. Yeah. But also doesn't contribute much. Yeah. There's no... I never... Okay. So, yeah. The quick the quick little thing about Zemo is, he, like you said, he was fun. Like, Daniel Brawl's yeah. a great actor. Um, and he was fun in this because it's like, oh, it's the bad guy that has to work with yeah. you guys. Like, oh, everyone likes that. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> but like what I never really understood his motivation. And he was like kind of trying to pull a fast one on them yeah. and then like didn't bother to. It was a little strange. He was, dude, he was, um, uh, he was, in, he was a means to an end. Yeah. Which I guess was kind of how like the writers of the show used him. Like, yes. To just get from one episode to another. Mm hmm. Yeah, he was, and then they were when they were done with him, they wrote him off. Right, that is how it felt. Yeah, they were like, we don't know what to do with him. Uh, yeah. The Wakandans okay. take him to the raft. Okay, he got us to where we need to go. Right, he got us to Flagstaff. Also, dump him. Fuck's sake, man! One of the, the <laughs> one of the most notorious criminals, um, in the world, who's done this thing, who's bombed the UN, who's killed the king of yeah. one of the greatest countries in the world, um, who's this international terrorist. He's kept in this little janky jail, and it's all it takes is a simple prison riot for him to break out. Yeah. And he breaks out. Nobody tells anyone. And the two people that have a past with him that visited him that day, nobody thinks to question about was, him breaking out. Yeah. It was, that was ridiculous to me. Where are the rest um, of the Avengers during this? Wanda's crying. Uh, <laughs> she's in Joycey. Yeah, she's in Joycey crying. She's in the Garden State dealing yeah. with grief where everyone goes to fucking deal with their grief. <laughs> I'm so sad when we go to Joycey. Yeah. It's fucking bewitched. Um, uh, Spider-Man is, uh, I don't... Oh, uh, he's, he's far from home. He's far from home. He's in Europe. Yeah, that's right. He's in Europe. Uh, Thor and the aliens are in space. Mm-hmm. Um, War Machine was in this. Only for one scene because Don Cheadle's getting old, so yeah. they couldn't put him in much else. Uh, Captain Marvel's in space. He has that other Showtime show. He was that's right. With that, that, so. That's right. That's right. But that could have been like um, an interest, some like a more interesting, you know, character to bring in. Yeah. Where him and Sam are talking about what it means to be who they are. Two black men enlisted. Two, yeah. Two you know high standing yeah. people, black guys in the in the military. Right. But you know he was busy with uh, right. They were like, oh, no, we'll get Don Cheadle for one episode. Yeah. Oh, Don Cheadle's in our show. He's doing Ocean's 14. <laughs> right. Uh, Ant-Man is, I don't know, whatever. Quantum realm. <laughs> Ant-Man seems like a, it'd be a little bit of a tonal shift for a, <laughs> a show <laughs> like this. Um, I, is there anybody else? Uh, is there anyone Tony's else? Tony's dead. Tony's dead. Uh, fucking... I uh, I don't know where they the whole introduced w- Shang Chi. We don't have Shang Chi yet. Uh, he's busy filming his movie, so he <laughs> can show up. For this. Um, the Hulk is uh, Mark Ruffalo's hanging out with his kids. Yeah. Um, I don't know where anyone else. Who else? Or who's tweeting. Yeah, he's nonsense. tweeting some nonsense. 
uh, I don't, yeah, I think uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, now that Robert Downey Jr. is out, she's like, I don't want to do these movies anymore. Um, so I think, I think that's it. I think that's uh, all of them. I think that's all of them. Um, yeah. Um, you're talking about Zima. Oh, um, yeah. Well, my, my only point was, was that was like, I, he was, his inclusion was fun because the actor is fun and the actor knows how to chew on, chew on the scenery. But in terms of like, uh, ultimate payoff and inclusion with the story, it was essentially, like you said, a means to an end. Yeah. Um, so like his climax felt a little uh, like a wet blanket, I guess, uh, <laughs> shall we, shall we say, um, the Sharon Carter shit, I was I wanted I to claw so my mad. eyes. I wanted I to claw was, my eyes out. I was punching the air. It was that was beyond bland. It was so it was so poor. Um, it was very obvious, you know, from the beginning that she was a nefarious character. Yeah, she was doing something. Um, oh, she's the power oh. broker. Oh, oh, the most surprising big twist surprise of all time. There and there's gonna be a, what? There's a show with her or something. So whatever. Fucking. My big issue with Sharon Carter yeah. was her final scene where she's at that hearing oh, yeah. in front of the senator, um, and the senator pardons her, and from my very limited understanding of the U.S. Constitution, the legislative branch is not allowed to hand out pardons to people. That's something mm-hmm. that can only come from the executive branch, mm-hmm. and I don't know why this, why the senator is also serving as a U.N. Ambassador, why? It seems like this guy has immense power. He's just one just, senator. He's just generic politics guy. Yeah, right. That's all that he's there for. And they're like, "What do we? What do we call him? I don't know. How about fucking senator?" Yeah. And he just does everything. Right. Yeah. That was my big issue with. Yeah. With I mean, that's yeah. That's clearly Marvel and the writers don't actually understand the uh, <laughs> the inner workings. Yeah. Of, who of should be politics. the Who should be the UN ambassador for the U.S. How about that senator guy? Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. Who Who's at the hearing? And just the senator. Just the senator guy. It's just the one. It's just he's the, one. He's the only one that he's needs the to make decisions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But she, I mean, her story was just... I, it was boring and... It was and useless. Yeah, yawn, fucking yawn. At times, it felt like they were, they were like trying to pack in too much into... Yeah. Not even a limited time because it's five and a half hours. Like, that's two fucking movies. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to pack in all these different people and folks and stuff you got shannon or sharon whatever her name is and then you got zemo and you got the Mm -hmm. wakandans you got sam doing the shield but also sam at home you got a sister you got bucky and then you got john walker and then you got the flag smashers the Mm -hmm. last two i thought john walker could have could have been i interesting i thought if it was just about him yes I agree completely. I think that he was half-baked. I think that Wyatt Russell is a very good actor. And I think that what little he had to work with, he did very well with. Mm-hmm. But they didn't... Uh, they, they just didn't... There was too much... Everything was spread too loosely and too thinly. There wasn't yeah. enough devoted to each individual thing. Even like even what we were saying, like the most interesting part of the show, Bucky's PTSD and trying to make amends for what he's done. Even that, like I felt like was the strongest part. And we didn't get even enough of that um, or the aftermath of that or what it was like to actually actively make amends. Yeah. Um, we didn't see enough of that. But I think the reason that you and I both responded uh, positively to that is 
because it's a very relatable, understandable thing to go through, whether yeah. you're a vet or not, uh, or somebody who's done anything of that caliber or not. We all understand regret and making amends. What we don't understand is um, being a superhero who believes one thing and then at the end of it believes the same thing but has decided that he's going to publicly say that. And and that's like the, yeah. And but symbolically do the thing that's the antithesis of what he believes. Right. In taking the shield. A much more powerful ending would have been like, no. No, I'm, I'm not, not Captain America. This. Yeah. Um, and I don't need to be. Yeah. That would have been way better. But we need a Captain America we, for we, uh, Avengers for uh, five. Uh, yeah, Avengers <laughs> 5. We need a Cap. We need a Captain America. I thought the John Walker killing the dude and, you know, oh, the yes. literal blood on the shield mm-hmm. was a cool thing. Yes. And like like you said if he was if he was the only villain and he wasn't just like uh, a, a standard flat out villain but just like someone mm-hmm. who kind of represents what sam is going up against or butting heads with you know as someone who misuses the shield misuses the the symbol um and sam you know kind of fighting with you know himself of well i don't want to you know be the first black captain america because my country doesn't love me, but also the shield is in the wrong hands and I need to take it from him right. to like do the right thing by the greater good. Right. That's exactly right. And then you don't need the flag staff. <laughs> no, I hated them. So uh, them and Sharon, I, were, I was like, just get them, get them out of the show. Just get them out yeah, of here. I couldn't, those no. easily the worst parts. No. Um, we're not doing phony geopolitics of, of relocation yeah. and, you know, how bad it is to use the word terrorists and refugees. No. <laughs> they were terrorists. They were they were terrorists. They, they were terrorists. They literally used, They blew people up. They used violence to yeah. make a political point. That's they're terrorists. That's terrorists. They're terror- yeah, they're that's, terrorists. It's okay to say that in that specific yeah. scenario. Yeah, they're fucking terrorists. If someone is doing terrorism. Um <laughs> and then Julia Louis Dreyfus shows up. <laughs> and she's like, I'm funny. Yeah. Remember me? Remember me? Remember Seinfeld? Your parents watched that show. Yeah. <laughs> Here, here's some dialogue that I'm going to make funnier by improving a little bit very yeah. clearly because they don't know how to write for me <laughs> or comedy. So I'm going to, I'm just going to sit right here. I'm going to sit in between. It's scooch. It's scooch. It's funny. I'm, yes. The I'm, card has nothing on it. Isn't no. that funny? Isn't that hilarious? Because yeah. I'm, because I'm Elaine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should have just fucking called her Elaine at that. Like, who gives, she you know, it's just like, he's like, why is Elaine here? Yeah. What the fuck? I'm, I'm, oh my, he may as well have been like, whoa, Julia Louis Dreyfus. What <laughs> are you doing here? Play the sign. So I guess the show ends with a freeze frame. Oh my god, it would be so much better. Um, I guess she works with General Thunderbolt Ross. Who the fuck is that? That's uh, the mustache guy from Civil War. Teddy Teddy Ross, Theodore Ross, whatever the fuck Ross Ross Ross. Okay, whatever. Okay, anyways, he's he assembles uh, the Dark Avengers or whatever. Oh god. And so John Walker is going to be one of those guys, whatever. Yeah. But it could have been a really interesting story with John Walker. (laughs) And then it just ends. And then his friend dies and he's, and he like goes to see the friend's family 
and that's it. Can we stop doing the sacrificial Negro? Yes. I think we could and should. Can we just stop having um, the black best friend who lays his life on the line for his white it's literally counterpart? literally a plot device. It was so obnoxious. It was so bad. That could have just as easily been a white guy. Right. But then you wouldn't have had the the Bucky cap <laughs> dynamic flips with the... Oh, oh because it's... There, it's there's, one, there's one of each there, so there's got to be one of each here. <laughs> Whoa. Why, you got to do it? What, are we going to have three white guys in this show? <laughs> that is cinema. That, dude, too many white guys. Yeah. <laughs> fucking... Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh... Yeah, it's pretty bad. I don't. I don't recommend it. I guess <laughs> it's. Uh, uh, what's funny, as this often happens, is like what maybe we'll see something and there'll be like something I like a little bit, and then we'll yeah. talk about it. I'm like, I actually like none of this. Yeah. <laughs> Truthfully, um, yeah, I don't. I think maybe this was marginally better than Wandavision. Yeah. Marginally, um, certainly not as creative. Um, but maybe overall marginally better, at least in terms of what it tried to deal with, maybe. Um, I, If you have Disney Plus and you've already watched till now, you've already watched <laughs> if it anyway. you've watched the 25 movies yeah. before. Yeah. Keep going, I guess. You're going to do it whether we say to or not. You yeah. already have. Why would yeah. you be listening to this if you haven't? <laughs> uh, so that's how I feel, Raph. <laughs> I advised myself to not watch this mm. and i still did so yeah. i'm sucked in man i'm sucked in yeah i'm uh i'm capitalism baby dude it's, it's a bitch it is a bitch yeah maybe i'm like sam you know i rail and rail and rail against yeah. the system and then just fucking but hell I brother keep, i just keep going we got two sick halloween costumes for this year now though <laughs> yeah do you want me to be the dead black guy or Oh no! You're gonna be you're gonna be the white wolf. <laughs> Jeez, you're gonna you're gonna be Sam. It's, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I'll be the senator. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. I'll be Sharon Carter. <laughs> so is who I'll be. Fucking, um, ugh. One of our one of our friends, Mr. Sean Ryan. That's right. Told me, I think she's a scroll, and I said, I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Sharon Carter? Yeah. Oh my god. Who give who the fuck gives a shit? <laughs> Stu, this is the problem when you introduce these things that can be anybody. Oh, I wonder if that's that thing that's not a poison. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> she's <laughs> fucking Mephisto. <laughs> Everybody these days. Everyone is oh, who's his who's Taskmaster in Black Widow? It might be Mephisto. <laughs> fucking I don't care about you or this bullshit. Yeah. I will say, I think this was better than WandaVision. Because WandaVision set itself up to be something mm. and then fell flat. It was and this just cool. started flat and then yeah. almost went up and then yeah. it just went right back down. Right. So at least there were no expectations here. That's true. Yes. And it it met those, it, yes, those it, non-existent expectations. It, it met uh, the expectation of mediocrity yeah. rather adequately. Yeah. Um, yeah. So con- congrats. Dude, you did it again, Marvel. <laughs> Um, okay. Raph. That's a wrap. Raph, who are you? <laughs> I'm I'm Raph. Yeah. I'm I'm on Instagram. Yeah. I'm on Twitter. At Rafstit is my handle. All one word. R-A-F-S-T-I-T-T. Yeah. Find me there. 
also find me on Letterboxd doing oh, yeah. movie reviews and such. Hell yeah. Um, I didn't review this no. on Letterboxd. That's fine. I like to keep my shit separate. I also haven't like read or like watched anything about this to like see what people think oh, about people it. People love it. Um, okay. People that's cool. love it. That's cool. Um, well, I mean, people, but who, you know, yeah. people love who, it. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Mike, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on the Instagram at Michael underscore Rocco underscore. That's R-U-O-C-C-O, Michael underscore Rocco underscore. You can also find me on Twitter at Michael underscore Rocco. Although I'm hardly ever on there. I'm way more active on Instagram posting pictures of Barada. <laughs> uh, you, can also, you can also find me on Letterboxd as well at Michael underscore Rocco. Although I don't post nearly as much or as religiously as Raphael does. His reviews are excellent. You should definitely check out his reviews on Letterboxd. You are very welcome. Uh, You can also find the both of us and this this podcast, Straight to DVD. You can find us wherever you find your podcasts at Straight to DVD. You can also find us on Instagram at Straight to DVD Pod. That's the number number two, Straight to DVD Pod. You can find us there on Instagram and also find us on Twitter. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Dude, also, yes, be on the lookout. Merch. Ah, merchandise. Coming soon. Coming soon. What, what kind of accent? Was we that? got that was uh, that was uh, yogurt from Spaceballs. The merchandise. Not Moich. familiar. Oh, with Spaceballs or with yogurt? <laughs> <laughs> I only I only eat gogurt. There you go. But yeah, yeah. coming soon. Merchandise. Next couple of weeks, yes. maybe. We got. We're gonna have your mugs. Your, your straight to DVD mugs. <laughs> your straight to DVD T-shirts. Straight to DVD uh, workout shorts. Sneakers. Yeah. Caps. Stickers. Stickers. Earrings. Cars. Yeah. <laughs> We straight to DVD dude, televisions, we dude. Have, we have an exclusive deal with Tesla. We They're do. making a, an ex- a line of straight to DVD Teslas. Yes. T the T. <laughs> so if anybody, if anybody listening to our podcast has a cool quarter mill line around, you want a straight to DVD themed Tesla uh, line, line right up. There's only going to be two of them. Two of them made, and they play DVDs. <laughs> they, have, they have a DVD player. Yeah, they do. We should make straight to DVD yeah. DVD players. <laughs> that's an even better idea. I don't know why we haven't thought of that. Portable DVD that's, players. That's, per- that's a great idea. Fuck yeah. Dude. And straight to DVD VHS players for the retro, <laughs> the retro kids out there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, we're done. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>